Welcome to Fly on the Wall. We are Tracy Gillette and Heather Maddox, and we met on Instagram. We both run successful real estate businesses in different markets in Washington State. Our mission is to bring real estate brokers together and have created a community called Collaboration Over Competition. Every other month, we host a traveling supper club where 10 brokers plus one lucky lender come together in conversation to level up our businesses and our industry over a fantastic meal. Supper Club is only three hours long, and the conversation is always cut short. This podcast is an opportunity for us to dive deeper with one of our dinner guests and for the rest of you to be a fly on the wall into the conversation. Hey, Tracy. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I'm sure in your office, there's as much buzz as in mine about the fact that the interest rates hit the like all time 20 year high last week. So I feel like there's a lot of, I don't know, discussion and prediction going on around that. How about you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, nobody's excited about it. That's for sure. <laughs> but I'm feeling hopeful that elect just elections alone will yeah. We'll take care of this, this issue, but like, I'll go. I feel also like if we hit the all-time high in 20 years, doesn't it just feel like they just got to come down from here? It just feels like it can only get better. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am a serial optimist, so I definitely am thinking that too, yes. but, uh, a buzz, buzz around that, but also, uh, buzz in that you just came home from like the most epic trip ever. Okay. We should do a podcast about this surprising your team with the trip. I actually, I haven't talked about this yet. So I got this inspiration from another realtor in the Renton area. Her name's Rosie work. She has a huge team. She has like eight people. Right. And we went to lunch and she was like saying how you know, they work hard, but they play hard. And she said, once a year, I surprise my team with something like maybe we just go to Disneyland. Right. So that has been like swirling around in my brain ever since she said that, where I was like, oh my God, how cool is that? So cool. So I've been thinking about it a lot. And, um, I surprised my team on Sunday morning and told them to meet me at the airport. There was a little bit of like pre, you know, letting them know we were doing something, and anyway, we got on a plane, we went to Vegas and we saw Beyonce and it was so fun. Amazing. I could not suggest it more like the team building, the just positive reinforcement, the like just having a moment to have fun together and because our job can be so stressful. Anyway, it was great. So yes, highly recommend. Amazing. It's definitely on my to-do list now. Thanks for the inspiration. Yes. Yes. But okay. Getting back to our podcast, getting back to our podcast. All right. So So, who who do we have this week? Tell us who's our guest. I'm so excited to have Brandy Chambers. We met Brandy last week at our collaboration over competition events in Port Townsend. And um, I had never met Brandy in person before. I follow her on social media. So I feel like I know her a little bit, but that's Mm -hmm. uh, more, more to come on that. Um, And so, yeah, we were excited to meet her there. And yeah, I was surprised that I hadn't met her either. We work in the same markets. We've been in the business about the same amount of time. Um, so last week when we 
when we were um, in Port Townsend, we were really lucky because we got to have our branding photographer, Kelsey Curtis, join us um, and a group of bro brokers for a posing workshop and lifestyle photo like mastermind. Um, and then we also did our supper club event that night and Brandy was at both of those. So we're going to get into that because um, something came up during that, those events and conversation that we wanted to talk more about. But first, before we get to that, Brandy, why don't you introduce yourself? Welcome. Tell us who you are. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm Brandy Chambers. I work in the greater Seattle area, mainly on the east side of King County. And I um, started 20 years ago um, as a temp at the Association of Realtors in Las Vegas. And when oh. I moved, yeah, when I moved back to Washington, um, that got me in the door as a listing coordinator at a real estate office. And from there, I landed a job with a top producing agent. Um, another agent referred me to her. And I remember interviewing with her and she said, you have a great recommendation, but I'm busy. I need a full-time license assistant. You don't have your license. And I was like, give me two weeks. Like I will have my license. <laughs> and so what? Every that's amazing. Yes. So I gave my notice every day after work. I went to like a Starbucks studied, got my license and I learned so much from her. I was so lucky. Um, I never thought I would be in sales or real estate. And she showed me a different way to do it. Like she would talk mm -hmm. some of her clients out of buying or selling if it wasn't the best thing for them and just became a member of their family. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like not only this like powerhouse of a woman is running her own business, but she like really cares for her clients. And from then on, I knew I was like, okay, this is for me. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that. so cut, sort of got into it by accident, but now I just can't imagine doing anything different. That is so good. I love it. So good. You had an awesome opportunity to start. I, looking back on my career, I wish that I had had an opportunity like you and you share that with Heather had a great opportunity to get started by um, basically shadowing and assisting. And I think that for any newbies listening, if you have an opportunity to start by working with another agent, that is invaluable experience. For sure. And is the agent that you worked for still in the business? So she retired a few years. <laughs> And wow. had been in the business for 25 years and just really incredible. So I feel like I got like a lot of old school training and then kind of new ideas coming in. They started as one thing and then kind of developed into some others. So I'm, I'm definitely happy to jump in and have that conversation. I think it's interesting also that, you know, okay, our job is to sell real estate, right? It's a very like business minded actual job with this very social front. And so with that, the social media piece of it kind of comes naturally in the sense that it goes hand in hand, but there's not a lot of jobs out there that has this like social media piggyback like we do, right? It's not like your doctor is like, let me show you the behind the scenes of what I do every day. Or like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? It's not like there's this pressure for my husband who is a finance manager at Amazon to 
tell us about his day to day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And so I think that that is, it's interesting because, you know, most of us, it didn't get into real estate to be like a TV personality. I'm doing air quotes because it's like, that's what you sometimes feel like when you're on your social media. Totally. Um, so it's not, not like really something that always comes naturally to everyone or that they even want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because what I like about real estate is it's not about me. It's about my clients. You know, it mm-hmm. takes the focus off of me and it used to be, you know, just what's their story? What are they looking for? Guiding them through the process, um, you know, taking house photos, all of that was about them. I mean, they want to know, yes, your experience, that sort of thing, but there's really just such a little part of selling yourself. Um, and it's really more advocating for them. So when it shifted for me was during COVID, (laughs) you know, we didn't have an opportunity to be in front of people. And I remember videos really started taking off, you know, doing the home tour videos and putting those online And the first couple, I was so uncomfortable, but I had a really great videographer and I just had to change my mindset. It wasn't about like, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable on camera. And like, what if I stumble over my words and what do I look like? And what do people think of me? It became more like, I'm showing this really awesome house and I get to show people what I'm doing and what I love. And, um, you know, featuring this builders, featuring this brand new community. Um, And I'm not getting to do that because I can't do open houses right now. So, you know, some of that really helped me change my mindset on like getting in front of the camera. So that's been a fun journey though. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that you're, are getting out there and like, because I think, you know, and one thing you said where you're like, it's not about me, it's about them. So that's so interesting because I started my social media presence with this sort of like um, intention of education. It was like, I'm going to teach people, number one, things about real estate, but also I'm going to teach them how I do things because I feel like it's the right way and I want them to know or like whatever it is, right? But then the more I was there teaching them things was the more they wanted to know more about my life, the more... I accidentally showed them what I was doing when I wasn't teaching them about real estate is what they really wanted to know more about. And so then it kind of got me thinking about the fact that, you know, we go inside everybody's houses, right? We're inside the house they're selling. We help them find the house they're buying. We see their life. We meet their family. We usually meet their parents. We help them them and their partner navigate really sticky situations. And we become a counselor but like, they don't actually ever get to see our life. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they spend so much time with us. You have that little bit of guilt too, right? When you're done, like with their closing and then you don't see them for a while, you're used to seeing them every day. And then you have that guilt about like, gosh, I should be reaching out to them. And you know, you're just so stuck in like what you're immediately doing that sometimes you don't see people for a while, but you're right. You, they share so much with you. And I just found like, I was getting really, really close to my clients working with them. They, they learned a lot about me and they loved it. And so I didn't mind sharing with them. And I credit one of my clients. She, uh, you know, it was early in my career. I just wanted to show up so professional that I didn't really let that professional side down that much. And so even after closing, I would call her, talk to her. And I remember her calling me back one time being like, Brandy, 
we know each other now. Like we're friends. You don't have to be so formal in your voicemail to me. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But I think in the beginning, you're just trying to do everything right. And you just want to show up, especially when you're a young agent, you want to show up and have people take you seriously that sometimes you take that a little bit too far, but people think I'm more of an open book than I am because once I know you and I trust you, I'm, I'm open. I'll tell you anything, but it's a little bit like the stranger danger element for me. Right. So right now it's not so much sharing my life on social media. I'm fine doing that on a private account. You know, that to me is safe. I know those people I've worked with those people, or maybe they're friends of a friend, but the going public, which is what I really feel pressure for lately is like having public accounts. That mm -hmm. to me is a little more uncomfortable. So is your account private now? So my Instagram is public. Okay. I've been uh, sharing a little bit more. My Facebook personal page is private. I have a business page. I don't post as much on the business page because I love posting the personal stuff. It's so fun. I have a TikTok now, which I cross over a lot on TikTok and, and Instagram, and both of those are public. I feel a little bit more comfortable because part of it, when I, when I was younger, you know, my niece and nephew were younger too. I was doing a ton of stuff with them. I really didn't want to post too many personal things um, about them online because I didn't know who was watching, you know, mm -hmm. and, but yet I didn't want to not share that stuff because that's important to me. It's a big part of my life. So now that they're older, I feel a little bit more comfortable that when we have events together, do things together, you know, I'm putting things that I'm comfortable sharing with them online. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you also feel like what you were saying about wanting to show up professionally always, do you feel like that has sort of prevented you from having, well, first of all, just being sort of on the fly and more authentic social media because you wanted everything you posted to be perfect. Was that a thing for you? Yeah. The, the perfection thing for sure, because not really knowing like, what is my voice going to be online? How's it going to look? What do I do? It definitely was perfection. Just really froze me in doing anything at all. And so lately I have been just a little bit better at just do something like just do something rather than nothing. And I'm going to find my rhythm. And what I found so helpful in that class and the incentive that I took um, with you and with Kelsey's class was, I love how you both showed the evolution of Instagram over time for you, mm -hmm. you know, and that's really what it is. It's not about it being perfection from the start. And there's so many agents I admire right now. They're doing it so well online. I'm, you know, you're constantly impressed because you're like, wow, it's, you know, like feels like everybody's saying it's a down market and they're so busy and they're showing up and how do they have time to post all this, but they do, you know, like all those things go through your mind. But in, instead of it being like a, you know, stressor of like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing it to that level. Like, just let it be a little bit of an inspiration. And at this point, just post anything. Like right now for me, I really love doing videos with music. I, I love music. I love going to concerts. So it's like, I'm just going to, you know, throw up some videos, um, put it together with some music and, and see how that goes. And I don't know, it's, it made it fun. So it makes it like, I want to post. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you feel when you're the subject behind the photo? I don't mind. It's usually when I'm doing something like I'm really excited about, you know, something with my family, something with my pet, 
the thing that's so funny is I love my job so much, but I'm finding, I guess I don't post as much about that because there's nobody else in the picture with me. <laughs> you know, it's really just me. Like, and I'm, I'm a little bit like on the edge of that, that generation thing where it was like, gosh, for us to post pictures of ourselves was really conceited. Right. So like, we have to get out of that mindset of like, no, they were excited. We're just sharing our life versus like, gosh, to take a selfie feels so weird. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I'm sure, you know, have, you have to get out of, it's really everything in your mind and how you look at it. That's kind of holding you back. And, uh, mm -hmm. I just have to think of that differently. I feel much better if my dog's in the photo with me, if my niece is in a photo with me versus me just being by myself. That's so interesting. <laughs> so I think one thing that, you know, for me helped me kind of get through that, you know, like putting yourself on the video, right? Like even the the videos I take where I'm talking to the camera or something is I always think about like, if I'm watching your page or I see Tracy's page and she's just talking to the camera or she's posting a video picture of herself or one of her branding photos, the thought never crosses my mind that she's conceited or, you know, like just wants to only talk about her or I, I always think about how do you, how do the other accounts make me feel? What mm -hmm. are the accounts that I want to watch more of, see mm -hmm. more of, yeah. you know, spend more time at. And I try to kind of emulate those in my own way. And all of those accounts that I found that I really wanted to spend more time on were telling me more about themselves and showing up that way. And so I think that that's like one, one thing that can help too, is like, look at what you're attracted to. Absolutely. Heather, you're so right. Because I've been doing the same thing lately. I've never, ever judged when I see somebody by themselves or talking yeah. about a house or I never, ever think that, but it's funny how I thought that for myself. So. Yeah. Well, and the, the funny thing is no one can see this right now and not that this, this matters, but just to sort of give people a visual is that Brandy is like stunningly beautiful. <laughs> the fact that she's feeling uneasy about posting I think most people would see you and think oh my gosh like you would have no Put it out there yeah yeah like holy crap like I you know everyone should would assume that you would have no issue and all comfort with that so I think that just shows also that everyone battles this mm -hmm. you're it really sweet to say that thank you I think it comes from we all have our own insecurities and we also have our own picture in our head of what we look like. So then when we do start seeing selfies and videos and stuff, like you just pick yourself apart or you thought something's different or something from your childhood creeps in. I did get a couple eye rolls about how I felt and like how Kelsey had to help me with some posing. So my eyes didn't look cross when I stood a certain way, or I didn't feel really wide when I stood a certain way. You know, there's like, there are some posing tips. I think no matter what you look like, what your body types like, like it helps everybody look a little more flattering, but yeah, I think I've had a lot of stuff from when I was a kid too, that just, it just creeps in. And I, I think sometimes we don't see ourselves how other people see us. Um, so it's been, you know, a journey for me to get to a point that I felt comfortable. Like 
I remember dating somebody and he gets so upset because I didn't like to take a lot of photos. And he's like, but you're always taking photos with your friend. Well, what he didn't realize is my friend and I, we have a shared album. We go out, we take a ton of photos. We put it all in the shared album and then we will both thumbs up the photos we like. So that tells us like, okay, we both like these. We're okay posting them. There's a security in that. Yeah. You know, when somebody else takes a photo of me and then it's in their hands to do what they want with it. Mm. It, it gave me a lot of anxiety. So mm. it's really a journey. And I think as you get older, you just become more comfortable with who you are. You're more confident and comfortable and you just like accept things, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so that that's part of it for me is I'm finding my, you know, style I'm, I'm finding, you know, my vision for things I'm finding how I want to present myself online. So mm-hmm. it's becoming easier, but it's been a journey. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Even our, even the sound of our own voices. Yeah. That, that was a reason why I really liked, um, stories on Instagram where they're only there for 24 hours is because I could record it. I knew what I was saying. So I could record it, post it, never watch it. And then it was gone in, in one day because when I heard my own voice, it was like, Ugh, it was like fingers on a chalkboard or something. I didn't want to hear it again. And so, um, I obviously have gotten past that and I have a podcast that I, you know, obviously my voice is out there, but it's just more like, how can you little things you can do to get yourself just sort of like over the hump of that, you know? And like you said, with your friend, it was like, we did this mutually thing where we gave each other a thumbs up. We knew we could post that photo. It's almost like we need to have tricks like that to help ourselves get comfortable. And I guess the conversation at this point could then lead to is it necessary? Do we need to have our faces and our voices out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think to the more you do it, the easier it becomes. So the more photos I took with my friend, the more I did the videos to show the homes, that sort of stuff really gave me confidence too, because it wasn't so scary anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so practice for sure helps. Yeah. And want- just remembering too the, what you said about seeing in the course that we taught the mastermind session, we, the conversation we had of Heather and I's visual representation of how our Instagram accounts have changed over the years. You know, you, you just start out doing it, you start out doing it and you get better and better. And what, what you do do feels more comfortable, or you might try something and you're like, eh, I didn't like how that felt for me. Or you might even get you know, Heather and I have also done things wrong to the point where someone else has called us out on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that whips you into shape real fast when, Mm -hmm. you know, someone else is telling you that you said something wrong or that you hurt their feelings or invaded their privacy or whatever it might be. You're not going to be perfect at it. And like, I still make mistakes all the time. Do you have a desire to be on camera more and more of a presence of your face and video and your voice on, you know, whether it's like on your newsletter, your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever it is like, or are you just doing it because you feel like you should, or there's some sort of like industry pressure? Uh, Oh, well, a little bit of both at first, like at first I felt pressure, but now I want to, too. Like I, you know, realize that people don't really know who I am. I'm, you know, not as social as people think. Like I'm, I get very close with the clients I work with. My business is referral and repeat business, which I'm so grateful for. 
but every once in a while, I'll see somebody I've known for a really long time list with somebody else. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, I don't necessarily brag about my accomplishments as much as I, I should. Like I do have 20 years experience now and I've been a top 25 real estate agent um, when I was actually at John L. Scott the past two years and they have like an office of over 140. You know, I have uh, 10 years of the five-star agent award. You know, I have all these accomplishments. I have a bunch of designations. It's like, how would somebody know that I'm good at what I do because I don't share it. And mm. real estate's my life. It's my baby. Like I love it. It's my passion. So why am I not putting it up there? I think it is just finding like, well, what it, what would make me excited to post about it? And you're right. I do love educating buyers and every and sellers and um, sharing tips. Cause every week we have something where somebody asks us a question that we're like, Oh, this could be a great post, you know? So one, I think it's like time blocking, figuring out, you know, what I want to do, scheduling it. And the other part is just getting over the fear of being public to those who don't know me. Like, you know, there's for me, I don't know if you guys feel this way in real estate. Like sometimes we're sitting ducks, right? Like we post open oh, yeah. house, we're sitting at an open house by ourselves. Like, we get uncomfortable people coming through. I was actually attacked at an open house by a guy that I had to call the cops on. Like mm. I've had letters from people oh. in prison. Like, you oh know, it, yeah, I, I just, I no wonder you're worried about yes. being public. <laughs> I, and Do I you? wonder if more of us have this stuff happen and we just don't chat about it. You know, it's, it's a real thing that it's like, well, then if I'm putting myself online, like I don't want to be the agent on Dateline that shared so much about herself, you know, that somebody came after her. And um, so it's like, where's that balance? And I'm very easy to block somebody. Like I have realized, like if somebody writes me anything remotely inappropriate, buy you're blocked. Like, or if I just get a weird feeling from them, buy you're blocked. But so that is the blocking feature is a real comfort for me. <laughs> but it is also the balance of like, okay, how can I balance, feeling safe, putting myself out there so much. Um, I, it's a, yeah. it's a big deal for sure. I'm so sorry that happened. I I'm scared of open houses and that's the number one fear. So the fact that that was a reality for you, I cannot imagine. Yeah. It's, you know, um, I'm sure it's, we probably could have like a, um, podcast just on realtor safety and like stories like this. <laughs> and I'm happy mm -hmm. to share more about it. Um, but yeah, I saw, used to always see those posts on the MLS of like, so-and-so is impersonating a buyer and be careful. Mm -hmm. And here's a sketch. And it's like, well, I'm already going to be in this house by myself. Like, <laughs> What am I doing? Like looking out the window as they drive up to make sure it's not this person, but it was actually a random person on the street that I was putting out my signs. And then I just happened to be at a new construction trailer um, and he said inappropriate things to me and I ran into the trailer and locked the door and he came up and tried to break in and, and tried to continue to get in for seven minutes till the cops got there. And it just oh was, my gosh, you must've been terrified, terrified. It was the craziest thing. And it it's, you know, I, I just want people to be aware because one of my friends, she told me that her real estate coach is telling her everything is public, like your Facebook page, everything. And there's so much of her and her kid. And sometimes I just worry like, okay, yeah, we make sure we don't put house numbers or whatever it might be, but it's, I mean, there are a lot of crazy people out there. So, but I think we're always gonna, 
feel a little bit vulnerable and it's just being prepared, more prepared for those situations. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know what the right answer for it is. It's still something that I battle here and there, but, um, you know, I, I feel fortunate. I have like good contractors that I've worked with for a long time. So that's a security for me because for a while I was like, I don't want to work with any new contractor, <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't want to be at an open house, but it, I, I had it like an open house. Um, I'd have another agent with me, you know, so I'd always have two of us there. So that was really comforting you know, yeah. your fears ease over time and, and you just become more aware of like what you're comfortable with or not comfortable, um, or you're comfortable with not comfortable with, mm -hmm. um, the online lead lead thing for me, you guys had a podcast about online leads and boy, would I be like asking them a ton of questions meeting them at the office yeah. <laughs> prior to going out with them, you know, people just assume like you are there to serve them, whether they know you or not. You know, I get calls off of sign calls where somebody will just text me at 10 o'clock at night saying, show me your listing tomorrow at yeah. whatever time. And I'm like, first of all, you didn't even tell me your name. I have no information about you. Like, this is not the way the world works. They just think we're at their beck and call. So, yeah. you know, just being smart about those decisions. So, so that's part of it for me. I, I had to be, a, I want to be a little bit smart. I want to be authentic and share my life, but I, you know, I'm not all that comfortable sharing it with people. I don't know. I wonder if there's a way to accomplish that without putting it on social media with your clients. Like, is there a way to share your successes that you were talking about your accolades, your personal life, your dog, you know, all those things with clients and potential clients without putting it on social media? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that there is. Yeah. I, and I always thought like, I don't want to be on social media to attract online leads. Like I'd rather just be in front of my referral base. So they remember me, think of me, refer me out. I want to be in front of the people I already know, but to be honest, I've had a lot of fun because the amount of like weird messages I get to people who are just appreciating of what I'm putting out there is, you know, there's a lot more of those people that appreciate it. And what's funny is finding my voice in like, especially with Instagram, it's like, I at first had like Brandy loves homes as my handle, but I wasn't posting anything about homes. I was posting like my niece and um, auntie niece trips and my dog. And um, so then I changed it to like Brandy um, underscore and or something that Brandy and Tahiti, something like that, which you oh Brandy and T because that's my dog's name is Tahiti. And that's what I think you guys saw probably when I was in your class, because yeah. I realized to every personal post, I get like 40 to a hundred views. When I posted Tahiti, I got like 900 to a thousand. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's my voice is about animals on here. Yeah, but then I really, I really thought about what you guys said about, you know, even if I'm not posting homes every day, having something related with homes in there. So I just, before this podcast, like yesterday put, you know, Brandy Chambers homes and I'm like, okay, I'll slowly start to incorporate more of like my accomplishments with real estate, you know, my yeah. listings, I'll do it in a way right. that's authentic to me, but still keep the personal side of it. It's continued. Yeah. I'm excited to see a year from this podcast, what happens with my social. I'm excited too. I, this also, you saying all this reminds me of one of the things that Heather and I teach in our social media class. And we talked about this last week was if you have nothing else, you have to have a profile that people can tell who you are and what you do. Yeah. Um, because 
our Instagram profile is essentially the modern business card. Mm-hmm. And you better believe that even the elderly people out there, some of them are definitely Googling your name mm-hmm. if they get it from a friend even, and they're going to find your Instagram profile. So you want them to, to be affirmed that you are a professional at what you do. So if you're feeling like sharing my personal life publicly isn't comfortable for me, then don't do it in other ways. Keep that part private, but definitely have something on Instagram that uh, shows that you're a professional at what you do. And that's, if that's what's comfortable to you, then, then do that for sure. I think I'll keep, you know, some of that personal stuff that I'm not comfortable sharing with everybody will still be on my perfect, uh, personal Facebook page, but for the rest, like, you know, I'm excited to share the rest. I'm just going into it a little bit smarter than I would had I not had the experiences that I've had, but Mm -hmm. I'm also excited the same way I shared that when I started doing videos in COVID, like I'm excited to show my business. I'm excited to show what I've grown over the past 20 years. Like I'm proud of myself. It, It was not that easy in the beginning. I was not one of those agents who was like agent of the year, their first year. Like I knew what I was doing because I was an assistant before, but I did not know how to bring in clients. So it was a really tough transition for me. And to be where I'm at now, like, why am I not sharing that? That's crazy. Yeah. I want to see it. I can't wait. I know. (laughs) I'm excited to watch you start to share that and see how your Instagram and presence evolves over the next year. And, um, and we'll, you know, kind of check back in with you, but we're, we're so grateful that you took the opportunity to come on here and talk about this with us. It's Um, not an easy topic. So thanks for discussing it with us. Yes, thank you. Thanks for doing this. Like there's so much great information. um, Both of you are putting out on this podcast. So I'm grateful too, as an agent, I learn every single time I listen to you guys and, um, and thank you for that intensive of, uh, you know, posing and all that in front of the camera. I, I think those, um, tips really give a lot of confidence to getting in front yes. of the camera. So thank you. You are awesome. so welcome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Heather Maddox. And I'm Tracy Gillette. And this has been a fly on the wall. You can always find us on Instagram at collaboration over competition RE for all the upcoming events, classes, podcasts, and more. Be sure to check out the show notes to follow our guests and any resources that were shared during today's episode. We will see you next time.